we'll just start like we'll just go into it um sure okay we are recording okay all right um shit i had i had a whole intro planned out where i was gonna do like a like a big lead-in thing where i was like welcome back to another episode of should have gone for the head the only podcast on the internet where we talk all things marvel i had that planned out and yeah it's gonna be awesome and i could probably still do it i, I just kind of did it there but like damn if only I was good at editing, I could like make some like editing tricks and like have that in there. <sighs> They're not supposed to know we're not good at editing, guys. Like, shh. <laughs> no, like, like Wanda and her synthetic husband, I go in raw. No editing, no cuts, no nothing. I just, I just go for it. Okay. <laughs> As I said, welcome back to another episode of Should Have Gone for the Head. This week, we're going to be talking all things WandaVision. I'm your uh, lovely host, uh, Jack. And today, my co-host is the one, the only, Miss... Rhiannon. That's my name. Don't get it wrong. Um... <laughs> how, how have you been? It's, been? it's been a minute. It's been, it's been a hot minute it's a, since we talked last. It's been a hot minute. Um... The world is still on fire, uh, you know. Um, uh, I've, except if you're in Texas, in which case it's freezing. It's, which is in which it's freezing, but no, I, I I've been pretty good. Uh, I've I've had a pretty good week, all things considered. So, um, oh, that's that's good to hear. There's been a shit ton of Marvel stuff to talk about. I mean, obviously we yes. got the new episode of uh, WandaVision, which is wow, that was Ooh. a whole thing. Some good stuff there. We also got some Spider-Man news, and um, I had something else. <laughs> I had another thing. There was three things. Later on, I'll think of the third. Th- oh, no, I have it. I have it. it was, um, th- there was possible casting for um, The Invisible Woman. That was the thing. Ooh. Not the thing, but you, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, the Spider-Man thing, I was just laughing, because I remember you sending me the post. Uh, the Tom Holland put up, which I had seen previous earlier in the day, and I was just like, "That's that can't be the real one." And I uh, it was the Spider Man phone home, and I only fa- I only really uh, I only got confirmation when I saw a friend of mine share a post from is it like Zendaya and like one and like other actors as well. Uh, like there's the Agatha, it was Agatha all, all the time as well. Someone put up. Um, yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, we're taking the piss here. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what we're referencing, um, so basically they revealed the name of the new Spider-Man movie, which is eluding uh, Spider- me. Spider-Man No Way Home. No Way Home, that's the one. And we'll get into that yeah. in a second. But uh, as a little fun practical joke, they had the three main characters from the movie, which are um, Tom Holland, Zendaya, and their bald friend, who I cannot remember the, the actor's oh, name. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, it is, right? It's like, it's like you know, the two cool ones and, and, and the other guy. They're, they're close friends. The Ned, Ned, the guy who plays Ned. But they all released um, fake names for it. So it was Spider-Man um, Phone Home was the one that caught me off guard. I was like, oh, it's a little E.T. reference, I guess. But it's not exactly what I was expecting. But it was to it was to catch some idiots on the internet and make them think that was the name of the movie, myself included, obviously. I think like the other alternate titles we got was a uh, like Spider Man Home Wrecker and Spider Man Home Slice or something. So, 
I like the idea of Spider-Man Spider um, Homewrecker is a movie about John Favreau's character where he's just like, it's just him, Aunt May, and Peter. Spider-Man gets referenced once or twice on the television, but there, there's never any antics like that. It's just, it's the three of them learning to live together and yeah. John Favreau yeah. shouting about the Mandalorian and um, how to cook stuff. I, I'd watch that. I think that's a, that's a quality viewing experience right there. There's talking animals too, don't forget. Uh... But yeah, uh, No Road Home, and I, I think I said this to you in text, that feels very much like, oh, like a multiverse thing, like no way to get back to their own Earth. So maybe I, this is so... Yeah, it's Sorry, definitely a way of not, not going back to their own Earth. I get more of a space feel from it, but like, as we said, we, ha we have some like information regarding it. There's rumors about the other Spider-Man showing up in it. Uh, like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and such. So, plus like, space, maybe... space is already done. Spider-Man in space, Infinity War already did that. They already got there. In space. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, Spider-Man in space is so 2018. Like we're, we're it's over so that. 2018. Superheroes going to space. We're over that. We need we need superheroes going to the multiverse. Like, he didn't leave the solar system. He only went to to um, Titan. Titan. That was the planet I was trying to think of. Yeah, I mean, like, let's have him go along with the Guardians. You know, let's get Spider Man in with the Guardians, and you know, road trip movie through space. Plus, why do we want? Why do we want all Marvel movies to be road trip movies? Because they're the best <laughs> movies. Hear me out, Spider Man. <laughs> And John Favreau's uh, Happy Hogan, they have a food truck together, and they travel the <laughs> cosmos, going planet to planet, selling different foods and different meats. And he's treating, he's teaching him how to be a chef, and he's teaching him how to love. Uh, that's a No Way Home movie <laughs> I'd watch. That's my Spider-Man Home Slice movie right there. Oh God! <laughs> but but yeah, No Way Home does sound like. To me, it sounds like, one, they're stuck with the, the whole home naming system where it's like, oh, yeah, far from home, homecoming, and I guess no road home. But also, yeah. I think it's just the fact that Spider-Verse has already been taken as a name. Yeah. Like, if, if that movie had flopped and people didn't love that movie, I don't think this movie would be called No Road Home. It would be probably just Spider-Man, Spider-Verse. But everyone loves that movie, myself included. So it, mm. it makes sense that they're like, yeah, we're going to do Spider-Verse, but we can't call it that. Yeah, that's that that's that's fair. The name's the name's been taken. God damn you, Sony. Ah. Oh. What you what made is a this quality is... movie? <laughs> I mean, everybody uh, everybody's got to get one good movie, right? Everybody... <laughs> Broken Clock is right at least twice a day. What if this is Sony's way of taking Spider-Man back? Like, yeah, no road home. He's in a different universe now. No way to go back to that MCU. Oh, no. oh well. Don't make ah. me sad. Oh. Yeah, I am. Um, I I don't know if I don't know if you if you've been on Disney Plus a lot lately, and we'll get to we'll get to Wandavision. I swear we will get to Wandavision, and this is just an aside. But I've been watching a lot of Atlanta because it just got added to Disney Plus. Oh yeah, and a bunch Don of stuff got added to Disney Plus. Yeah. Donald Glover is so damn good in Atlanta. Like holy shit, he is amazing. Give that man a Miles Morales series. Just please, please give me that. 
Give me 12 episodes of him and young Miles learning lessons. I would watch the hell out of that show. Let him write, direct, and star in it. He's so <laughs> damn good. He'll make the music too. He'll just do everything. Just such a multi-talented man. He's like um, he's like Will Smith. He'll he'll write a rap for the end of every episode. It's gonna be so yeah. good. He'll summarize every part of the episode and the lessons we learned. Oh my god, Miles Morales, but you do a WandaVision on it and it's a reference to the Fresh Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um, oh my yeah, and um Uncle Phil is Donald Glover. I would watch the <laughs> shit out of that. I would take six seasons in a movie of that. I'm a massive community fan. I love everything Childish Gambino. Please, please give me that. Now this brings up the argument, you know, when they did the 90s sitcom in WandaVision, why wasn't it Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Excuse me, I don't see any possible reason why they didn't go with that. I I (laughs) couldn't think of a single reason why Wanda Maximoff and her kids couldn't be a relatable, rich black family. I I don't see a reason, Rianne. I don't see a reason. (laughs) Oh, Spe- speaking of, we should probably talk about uh, this week's episode, which is episode eight of WandaVision. Yeah. Okay, uh, what? Up top, there's going to be spoilers. There's going to be spoilers galore if you have not watched WandaVision. Because I've talked to a couple of people who listened to last week's episode before watching the new episode. And they just kind of had to turn doing? off because we were spoiling. To be fair, fool. they are supporting us. So I'm not going to say don't listen, but also. <laughs> Also watch the well, episode before. Just just pause it right here and just go watch the new episode and now and now come back. You know, or or um, what? Turn this on, start listening, then take your earphones out, go watch Wandavision, then come back and play this again so we get twice as many <laughs> listens. <laughs> and tell too. your friends. Okay, so um, what did you think about it? Without any spoilers, or getting into any major detail, what did you think about this week's episode? I I really like it. Uh, probably I would probably think maybe one of my favorite episodes we've gotten so far. Um, I genuinely I think it might be the I'm I'm the same. I think this is my favorite episode so far, except for episode four, episode yeah. four where everything was given context and we met Monica Rambo. They're probably on the same level for me. I kind of loved both those episodes equally. This one yeah. is a really good episode though. Some really good stuff. Um, it's really hard to talk about it because there is like so much in this, and like it's it's hard to not go straight into spoiler territory. But okay, maybe I'm... maybe we should top in the spoilers. Let me just say, if you haven't seen the episode yet, spoiler warning: this is it. This is the back of a car of a man who has a tiny penis. This is a massive spoiler. There's gonna be a bunch of spoilers <laughs> from here on out. If you haven't seen Wandavision yet. Please watch episode eight because we are about to spoil the shit out of it. So starting at the start, what did you think of Agatha is just straight up a witch and she was at the Salem witch trials? Yeah, I was really shocked uh, to find out they went with the Salem origins. I was like, holy, holy, holy crap. And uh, so now we know actual witches are a thing in the MCU. Which adds um, another layer of magic as well. Because it's like, yeah. you've got Doctor Strange magic, you've got witches magic, and you also have Thor science that's so advanced, it's technically magic. Yeah, it's it's almost going like... Uh, it's, <laughs> forgive me to nerd out here for a second, but it's like almost like Dungeons & Dragons where you have your three different types of spellcasters. Yeah, they all cast spells, but they all do it different ways. Uh, but... Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, that said, I feel like there's probably some overlap there. And yeah. also, is are the Infinity Stones, what kind of magic is that? That feels like Doctor Strange magic. And then I'm like, no, maybe it's cosmic magic or maybe it's Wanda magic. I'm very confused. The, they could be the, the like origins of all magic. Like all magic stems from the Infinity Stones. So um... that that is fair because later on in this episode, we found out one of those is an amplifier for Wanda's powers. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but very surprised by the Salem origins. Um, and, like, yeah, there was some interesting stuff going on with the witch's powers. Like, when her, when the, the I suppose, head witch, her mom, was casting magic, you could see, like, some magic going up around, like, the hair or whatever. And I was trying to see if that was, like, a reference to something, but I, I couldn't like, tell. It kind of looked like, and I paused it, it kind of looked like Wanda's helmet, like the M shape. Yes! I was about I to thought... say it. It looked a bit like Wanda's helmet, so a bit. If they're going like, oh yeah, this is what witches look like when they cast their magic, and that's why Wanda has the weird ass <laughs> headpiece that was made back in like, was it? Uh, when did the when did X Men come out? Was that like sixties oh, or something? At least the sixties, maybe fifties. Yeah. I might be wrong on that. Yeah, but yeah, I I just I love these ca- I love these explanations as to why some of these costumes have really dumb pieces to them. And you I wanna, just, you want to know why she has that headpiece in the comics? You want to know why she actually has that? Because it why? kind of looks like it kind of looks like an upside down W, and she's a witch. It's W assume... for witch, and and it's flipped upside down. And that was Jack Kirby's <laughs> whole thing for it. That was Stan and Jack's whole thing for it. It's kind of a I... W. That's good enough. I put it, I just assumed it was M for Maximoff, you know? Um. <laughs> Two meanings, it can have double meanings. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, I almost respect the fact that they went with the Salem Witch Trials. They're just like, yeah, that happened. That's happened in the MCU. Malcolm in the Middle, that also happened in the MCU. That's a thing that exists. <laughs> Both of those are things that exist in the MCU. I'm very excited about that. We'll get back to it in a minute. But yeah, no, Agatha is a legit witch. And old as fuck as well. She's like... yeah. Two hundred ish years old, yeah. yeah. Um, good on her. Lots of moisturizer. She's looking great. She's looking great. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they talk about her tapping into some dark magic, and I had seen some stuff on the internet, like after the last episode we recorded. Because remember, I was saying there's a book there, and I got kind of Doctor Strange book vibes from it. I've heard some people saying like possibly the dark hold but the dark hold shows up in age of the shield uh so i'm not sure about that but you gotta remember uh, only four people in existence have seen agents of shield I know. so you know it's completely it's completely possible it's the same book and nobody nobody noticed yeah exactly um but uh, yeah my, there's my guess it might be the necronomicon like you know the dark book and i i know um it was mentioned a long time back in the Scarlet Witch comics that like that's what Agatha used to teach her from, but that could okay. be. It like, could just be a Doctor you, Strange book. You say that, and now I'm expecting like Lovecraftian stuff to show up now, like Cthulhu and everything. Um, <laughs> but what if the book is Mephisto? Huh? What if I'm the be- book is Mephisto? Um, what if the missile was Mephisto? We don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, I, I, yeah, there were some theories I was the Darkhold. Now, granted, I have not seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. past, is it season four? 
So maybe it's gotten lost somewhere. Maybe it changed appearances. I don't know. Maybe maybe there will be an episode where I decide to watch the rest of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I'll have to explain it to Jack of what the fuck oh. actually goes down in that series. I'm so uh, excited for that. There's Ghost Riders and there's a big Sonic the Hedgehog set. Sonic the Hedgehog. I, I couldn't even get through that sentence. I, I struggled to get through that. And um, there's Quake is in there. And oh, yeah. and all the D-list villains you could think of. Oh, oh yeah. Baby. It's, it's, it's something special. Um, but... Okay, um, back to the witch trials. Can we just bring up the fact that um, Agatha... Apparently, all the other witches hadn't seen Rise of Skywalker because Agatha pulled a classic Ray Palpatine on it, where when the bad guy's shooting you with their energy, just kind of shoot it back at them and that'll kill them. <laughs> Should you shot if if someone's shooting my energy at me, I'm just gonna stop shooting energy. I'm just gonna to- cold turkey to stop shooting energy. Oh God! I mean. <laughs> I don't think it's as simple as just stopping. It looks like they she took over whatever spell they were casting and then just started sucking their life force. Maybe that's why she's lived so long? That she just stole everyone's youth? Yeah, it's going to be two seconds there. Okay, I am back. That's gonna be a fun edit in a minute. That I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely. You're definitely not gonna be able to hear me being like, "Hey, quiet there. We're in the middle of something." So yeah, yeah. sorry. What were you saying? Um, no, I was saying like we see all these witches and get their like youth or something get pulled out of them. So maybe that's why she's lived so long. One one hundred percent. I think dark magic keeps you alive for so long. Like, look at the ancient one. Like, she's just. She's just yeah. full of dark magic and she's alive now. So what if oh, it's Dormammu magic? Uh, <sighs> what if Dormammu was Mephisto though? What if uh, Dormammu? <laughs> but yeah, can we also just bring up that I'm happy that Marvel have been listening to me, the fans. The me personally, they have me bugged. Because last week I complained we weren't getting enough big blue lasers. A lot of no no laser beams, no big energy blasts. And they said, okay, here you go. Here's some blue lasers. Here's some purple lasers. We're going to shoot one person in the middle with a bunch of sky beams. I was like, that's all I want. That's yeah. all I wanted. You got your I'm laser se- quota. <laughs> oh, I'm severely content with that. I'm, if we get no more big laser beams, I'll be, I'll be happy. That'll be enough. That's enough for me. A big, a big blast in the sky. That was enough. That's good for me. Also, I, I sent you on the list of notes earlier, and I don't know if you read it, but one of the notes I had for the episode was several colored laser beams being shot through the sky. Jack called it smiley face. Oh my god, yeah, I saw that. Oh, it's just it's it's too good. Um yeah, so we get basically kind of kind of Agatha's origin. We just know she's a witch, she did some dark magic, and now she is in Westview. And we now know her interest in Wanda in that she thinks Wanda is also a witch like her. And is like, how do you do this magic? Um, yeah. The- it's, not even, it, it's not even like she's like, how do you do it? It's like, 
how are you so damn good at it? How are you so powerful at it? Yeah. Because uh, she's surprised when Wanda doesn't recognize like the basic witchcraft runes and stuff. So, which um, which also harkens back to her being Wanda's teacher in the comics, where she's like, yeah, she's literally explaining magic to her in this episode. I'm like, that's so cool. That's like that's a it's a subtle thing, but that's really fucking cool. Yeah. So in order to kind of find out, um, like what's the deal with Wanda's magic, she takes her on a magic uh therapy session. Uh. <laughs> It's it's it, it's a greatest it's a greatest hits of Wanda's life basically, which is kind of greatest awesome. greatest hits. Oh God! <laughs> like it's so we start out with Wanda and she's like a child, and like we get to see this universe's version of Magneto, or 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 a poor Sokovian man who's being cocked, and his wife is cheating on him with a ma- with a magnet man. I'm just oh saying. I'm God. just saying. What are the chance? We don't get we don't get a full explanation, but hear me out. What if the woman we saw in that flashback and the man? What if they're not Wanda's real parents, and Magneto's just waiting outside that door? He's just like he's watching his kids through the window. He's floating on a little metal thing. Although, then again, maybe he would have stopped that missile. Maybe that's my theory. It's the MCU. If we do not see people literally giving birth on scene, they could be anyone's children. You know, it's... <laughs> for for all we know, Wanda is actually Palpatine's granddaughter. For all we know. Yes, that w- for all we know. That would uh... make as sense as the Rise of Skywalker. Can another shot? <laughs> no, I mean, two. the thing about Rise of Skywalker is it implies someone did... Did the, the, the dirty deed with Palpatine. And clearly after he became the Emperor, just for like because you know ray is young enough kind of thing um yeah what age do you think ray is like 20 like yeah she's like in her in, in her 20s uh like no, she, and her parents a... her parents didn't seem that old so i can yeah, only assume someone like did, did the dirty deed with uh with <laughs> palpatine when he before he got like I don't know. He gets hit by lasers and he gets really old looking. I don't I, really I know how to, to explain it. I was about to say, do you think somebody slapped she slapped cheeks with our boy Creamy Sheets Palpatine before <laughs> he got hit by the lightning or after he got hit by the lightning? Because you know what? Pre-lightning Palpatine, he's a fuckable man. I'll, I'll tell you right now, he gets like <laughs> I don't want to say like dad vibes, but like granddad vibes maybe. I like but you like, know I'm not I'm not <laughs> I want to say I'm not really into gilfs but I, I I can see it you know I I can he, see why people would uh you know be down for that. He's like a great grandfather gilf if anything like like a great <laughs> great gilf, especially when he gets hit by that lightning and he ages like a hundred years and twenty yeah. seconds. Uh, anyway, Honestly, we're going off track. We're supposed to be talking if, about if, Marvel, not Star Wars. If Palpatine wasn't around, I wouldn't be surprised. Sorry, not if if Padme wasn't around, I wouldn't be surprised if Anakin and Palpatine, you know, <laughs> kept the Skywalkers going. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's Star, Star Wars. Star Wars is either set, set really far in the past or the future. Maybe they're very progressive by then. Maybe. Maybe one man with a lightsaber can love another man who's also wrinkled to fuck with a lightsaber and a hood. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. I hate that visual image. Um... Oh, and you know it's on like, 
it's you know those like big floaty things in the Senate that like when they're all doing politics and giving speeches and talking trade routes. It's you know it's in one of those that they'd. All right, <laughs> I have so many more notes. Okay, um, so we go back to Segovia back in war times, and Wanda's yeah. mom's just like, okay, let's practice, let's practice our English, children. You're going to so watch we need American to speak sitcom in, in English, so the dumb American, the dumb English audience can we can understand us. Um, they don't want to read subtitles. What kind of shit is this? Um, to be fair, I'm like that. That that sounds offensive. Then I think about it. I'm like, it took me a year and a half to get around to watching Parasite because of the tiny hurdle of subtitles. So yeah, I get. Oh. But yeah, no, it's weird that Wanda, like a nine-year-old Sokovian girl. Her favorite sitcom is the Dick Van Dyke Show. Yeah, it, it's interesting, but you know what? Considering they probably don't have a whole lot to watch, you know that that stuff's pretty much like the MCU to them. I think. Also, uh, something stood out to me there when he's like showing all the DVDs or whatever. There is no Modern Family in there. I might have to go back and recheck. But when the missile she- hit. That would have been pre-modern family. I'm just putting that yeah, out there. Yeah, but like she, she could have watched Modern Family when she was living in, uh, with the Avengers. Like, oh yeah, no, she she blows up that she blows up that Nigerian building, kills a bunch of people, and then goes <laughs> back to the Avengers compound with the vision. But and she just was living with the family. Avengers before she she blew up the. <laughs> Oh, blew fuck. up the building P- picture the scene her quicksilver and ultron they're on a little plane going to north korea to like to get miss chow and like get the get the ark and they're just oh. watching episodes of modern family on the plane and ultron just doesn't get it and quicksilver is very impatient and wanda's just laughing her ass off oh that God. that you see that that's the one shot i want to watch but yeah sorry um do you want to tell us about wanda and maybe she was a witch when she was a child? I, I don't know if... Is it implied? I'm, I'm not 100% sure, because they do kind of... It does look like they're kind of implying it, but I, I can't tell if that's because you can see Wanda, older Wanda, kind of steps in to be young Wanda for a bit, and then she kind of moves forward to stop the bomb, and I can't tell if that's older Wanda trying to do that, or is that what she did when she was younger? Um... It's young, unclear to me. Young Wanda, like, sh- you see her doing the hand movements, but, yeah. like, older Wanda's like, no, it was just luck that it didn't go off. But I think Agatha even says, no, just um, a low-range probability thing to stop it. Yeah. Maybe maybe Wanda was able to do it before and the stone just amplified it, because that's, that's kind of the implication I think they're trying to give off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, that that was a thing I saw, and I wasn't a hundred percent sure about it. But look, if they do imply, it, I'm I'm fine with that. Like I would, yeah. I'm still I'm still want to stick with the mutant theory, you know? Like you have mutant genes and the stones unlock them, kind of thing, you know? I mean, genetics um, probably still play into it because in theory, yeah. that's also why Quicksilver didn't just die the minute he touched the Infinity Stone because he had the same blood and genetics as Wanda. It just happened that yeah. like her magic also rubbed off on him, and now like. Yeah, he's a speedy boy because he touched it he's or whatever. Speed, speedy boy. So yeah, speedy. we we get that insight. It 
the thing I really like about this this episode, it really helps flesh Wanda out as a character. Like we've got her, you know, she 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 joined the cast in Age of Ultron, but like as you were saying last week when you were like going back and watching some the the movies for Wanda stuff, like she's on screen for like a total of half an hour or something. Like, you know, she's she's not on a whole lot. Um so it's nice to to explore more the character of of Wanda. Obviously, the um, series as a whole, but this episode in particular gave her gives Elizabeth Olsen just so much to work with. Like, holy yeah. shit, she's so good. She's a, I was genuinely tearing up at one point when they were talking about um her depression. I think like later on the the implications yeah. of her depression, where it's like waves upon waves of sadness, and she had her brother around when her parents died. And then she had the vision and the Avengers around when um, when Sokovia blew up and uh, Quicksilver died. But yeah. then after the fight with Thanos, it was just like, she had no one. Her best friend went back in time to get some pussy. Her other best friend is <laughs> Hawkeye, who's barely a person. Um, <laughs> the vision's dead. And all she has was a really nice car. And like that was it. So it, yeah. it's really understandable when she was just like, the waves of sadness washing over. I was like, that's so Yeah. Almost, that's kind of beautiful, but also like really terrifying. Especially when someone's again, that like, level of power. You just again, it just really puts into perspective like the kind of absolute trauma Wanda has been putting up with for her whole life. Um so yeah, she's really not had a fun one. Like, oh, oh god, like, her her looking back her over life it, sucks. <laughs> looking back over it she's probably had like the saddest life in the mcu i'm trying to like i'm running through him in my head i'm like tony stark yeah he he lost his parents early on but like not as early as her and he battled with addiction yeah. but he got over it and yeah. he had a wife and a daughter and a half. he's like the saddest character maybe thor but even yeah. then thor just kind of reclaimed everything and everyone loves thor and he spent years being loved so yeah she probably has the saddest story in the mcu Oh okay. god. I- I'm lost here. Let me just take a look at my notes. Um oh yeah, Hail Hydra, I just wrote. Um so they they go from the, the living room of her Segovian house after the Stark missile hits, and we go to um the the facility where she was being kept and they were testing on her and Pietro, and they have a line where it's like, Oh yeah, um everyone who's touched us so far has died. Yeah. I think this is a good idea. What did you think of all that? how did you find that? Uh, again, I think it's it's leaning more into the mutant genes idea for me. Uh, just give me X Men Marvel, please. Um, but yeah, that that's what popped in my head when I thought about when I heard that. Um, and I I have to bring this up because it, I I did start laughing in the middle of the episode when that happened. So like, Wanda approaches the staff and she sees like the stone come out and like it engulfs her basically and grants her powers and then she's lying on the floor but whatever with the recording equipment they have for that room like i i'm sure it implies that the camera cut out and like didn't get like film some of the stuff but on camera you just see her standing and then she's just suddenly on the floor there is no falling action she's just on the floor and i like to picture that no actually the stone stuff happened in her mind and the falling on the floor that that's how it actually happened (laughs) she just was standing the next minute and blip on the floor and i don't know why that was so funny to me (laughs) It's really fucked up the implication that um, every Hydra experiment from there onwards with the stone 
it would be like, oh, we send someone into the room and then we push them onto the floor because that's how people have <laughs> powers, obviously. Being in the room plus falling over, that's how you get powers. Oh, we see all of our, all our participants except the twins have all died. What a, what a, they were on the floor. Oh my God, it makes so much sense now. <laughs> it's, it's weird how all the casualties from that experiment were 50% stone related, 50% blunt force trauma when they just bopped their head off the floor. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we, we see her getting her power with uh, Hydra and everything. Do you think that's future Wanda? Do you think that's Wanda from the future or like from the multiverse or like another Scarlet Witch yeah, slash you Nexus see a being? shadow of, of Scarlet Witch in like a Scarlet Witch costume kind of floating towards her. And it's difficult to tell if like that's, oh, Scarlet from the future or are they going to say like is the Scarlet Witch like a mantle that is granted to someone? Like, yeah, I, so I don't know. It's weird because it's not the Scarlet Witch costume from the comics. Because we saw that a few episodes back in the Halloween special. That's yeah, more, yeah. Um, but it did have the headpiece. This looked like it a combination. This looked like a combination yeah. of like the clothes she'd been wearing so far in the movies, but also the the comics version where she has the headpiece and like a big red jacket or whatever. Yeah. Which um, um, there's a thing in the comics called a Nexus being, which I read up about after last week's episode, where um, we see the ad for a Nexus antidepressants. But Nexus, it's like these characters who exist in every version of the multiverse. So no matter which mm-hmm. Earth you're on, there's a version of them there. Yeah. So Wanda is one of them, but she can connect to the other Nexus beings. So okay. what the Wanda on this Earth connect to every other Wanda in the multiverse and that's where they get their power from in theory okay so maybe this was a Wanda from the multiverse or maybe yeah. they're replacing the idea of a Nexus being with a Wanda with a Scarlet Witch so a Scarlet Witch okay. might be like a magic user on every earth I don't know yeah I, I, I don't know it's it's interesting like again could just be like a vision from the future of herself as Scarlet Witch but um or they could be like as I said, the closest I can think to is like maybe something like the Phoenix Force, where if anyone who has the Phoenix Force is Phoenix kind of thing, you know? So like, if you get these spooky powers, you are the Scarlet Witch, you know? Honestly, I'd much rather see like um, a House of Hem- uh, sorry, a House of M combined with the Phoenix Force. Yeah. Like that kind of saga instead of just seeing like the Phoenix Saga done again in five years or just House of M. If you combo those two, it would be amazing. I want to say if they were going to do Phoenix Saga again, I think they should do the Avengers versus X-Men storyline and not the OG Phoenix uh, Saga. Because the OG Phoenix one is whack as hell. Oh my god. It's so stupid. Do you want to explain (laughs) it for the audience for a second? I gotta run to the bathroom. Do you want to explain the Phoenix Saga for about a minute there? Okay, I'll try to explain it best to my memory. It has been a while since I've read it. Um, So, from what I can remember is that um... Because there, there's a lot of kind of retconning in this as well, that Jean Grey, in an attempt to stop something from destroying the world, basically was, was is, is considered to be dead. But turns out she's not dead. She's just in some psychic cocoon that's keeping her safe. But the gene that they, they get back is actually the phoenix, embodiment of the Phoenix Force. I think that's something they retcon later anyway. But 
Anyway, you have Jean and her her powers are, are getting amplified. And at this point, she's known as no longer known as Marvel Girl. She is Phoenix. Um, and so as the comics go on, we um, we we meet the the Hellfire Club. Uh, so like Shaw and stuff like the the guy is basically kind of from they try to put in as the bad guys from X-Men first class. Um, and she, using some kind of psychic manipulation, she becomes the Black Queen, and it's very kind of BDSM. Um, <laughs> oh, is that her Hellfire Club look? Yeah! Sorry, no, I just hopped back in with, it looks kind of BDSM. Yeah, yeah the Hellfire Club is a BDSM that. club, I'm, I'm not backing up on that. Um. <laughs> I actually, um, when I started getting into comics, I tried to read the Phoenix Saga, and it's just unreadable. If like you don't know the context of like twenty different things, it is yeah. unreadable. Yeah, it's she. So she becomes the Black Queen for a while, but then like her love of of Scott prevails, and she goes back to being uh Jean Grey anyway, being Phoenix, and then, um. God, I don't even remember what happens in the like in in the middle. I just remember they get fucking transported to space. Oh and... no no, I I got this, I got this. Yeah. So she she becomes the Phoenix Force, and she's like, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm sick of being an X Men. I'm sick of like fighting over petty shit. I'm gonna go into space because that's where all the cool people are. That's where John Favreau and uh, Tom Holland are in the little meat truck. <laughs> I'm going to space, and she flies up and she just blows up like. A bunch of planets because she's just so yeah. powerful she's just flying through the sky and she's just wiping them out as she goes and then she gives up that power and she's like no more of this i'm done with this i'm sick of this so she comes home and she's like look sorry guys i was kind of a dick i didn't mean that i didn't mean all that genocide or whatever and then they're like it's cool jay it's cool we love eugene come here give us a big hug wolverine and scott both give her big kisses and then they get teleported to I think it's the Cree or the Scrolls, one of them. I I don't know. I just know. Is it the one where the like leader has the hots for like Professor Professor Xavier? Because there's like an instance of that as well. It's really yeah. funny. And um, it's, um, they've got the big purple guy with the mohawk, uh, Gladiator. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then they're just like, yeah, you know what? It's fine. We're putting you all on trial, but it's the classic trial by combat. Hunger Games for X Men. <laughs> Which ties into another piece of news I'll talk about in a second. I just have to make sure we're still recording, by the way. I'm just, yeah, we're still recording. Perfect. <laughs> and I had a heart attack there for a second because uh, the recording thing wasn't up on it. But then basically, uh, some weird space shit happens, and Jean Grey is like, oh no, there's this turret here. I'm going to turn into the Phoenix and take it out. Oh, and it'll probably kill me. And then she dies. Yeah. And. It's just, it's so whack. It's just such a whack storyline. Like, I mean, it's considered one of the great storylines, but it's so whack. It's so dumb. It's I don't want to be like, oh, X-Men 3 The Last Stand did it better. It kind yeah. of did it better. Like, yeah. I mean, I maybe know. not every aspect of it, because there's a lot of weak shit in there, but like, 
when Wolverine goes up and stabs her, that's probably a yeah. way better ending than her just flying into an alien turret or whatever. Yeah, I want to say, like, they they just they had a better ending for the Phoenix thing rather than, like, hmm, yes, I'm going to get shot by this turret and I'm dead. Um... <laughs> Speaking of being shot by weapons, um, the, the missile we saw in WandaVision, this is a great way to tie it back, um, hey. that missile had the flashing red light which is yeah. the same one that the toaster in episode one's advert had. Yeah. Which I, I didn't pick up on until I saw it like five minutes oh, ago. But I was like, that's uh, really clever. That's that was the thing I saw twist. very early on in the series thing. People were like, oh yeah, it's a Stark, it says Stark on it and it's flashing. Like clearly this is an indication of the, the bomb. And like all the ads after that have like some reference to like you have the Hydra Soak kind of thing or Von yeah. Strucker so um they're all references to like wanda's past um speaking of wanda's past we then see her after getting her powers go to the sword facility and yeah you want to tell us how that one played out oh uh, i uh oh the sword facility yeah wait no we see her in the avengers compound first with vision and then is it the? oh sword shit you're right i'm skipping yeah. ahead we get to the malcolm yeah. in the middle bit we're getting in the middle bit. Yeah, I really love this scene because, again, it fleshes out this the relationship between Vision and Wanda for, in the movies. And because, like, I think for some people, they felt their relationship kind of came out of nowhere in Civil War. Um, uh, but this is this was just really nice. I really liked it. You see, I'm the exact opposite because there was a moment in here, right? And this really bugs me. But she turns and she's like, Vision. And he phases through the wall. And you're like, oh, okay, that's kind of sweet. He's there. And then she seems kind of mad at him. She can she can sense him. That's the I'm thing. Like, I'm like, bitch, he was on the other side of the wall. He's probably in his own room. You called him in here and then got mad at him. Come on. He's just an no, I think, He's learning. I think she could sense that he was coming into the room. And she's just like... Yo, Vision, what you doing, you know? No, he was like, he was definitely like in the next room over spying on like, I don't know, Captain America or whatever. But like, <laughs> also there's another thing I want to talk about. That is the implication that in um, Civil War and in this, that they're like, uh, Vision, what do we talk about privacy and phasing through walls? So it's a common daily thing that if you're in the Avengers compound, you're just like chilling there. That out of nowhere, the vision's just going to come floating into your room. Yeah, because that's what he does. <laughs> how, how many times do you think like Thor's just there, like hanging hammer, or like Cap's wearing nothing but the shield, and Vision <laughs> just kind of floats his vibranium ass through the wall? You have to know, Vision is an AI, and I presume like always connected to the internet or something. Guy's got his own Wi-Fi. Like he's seen everything, so he does not care. He Plus, does he not has- care in the slightest. He has the memories of Jarvis, so he's probably yeah. seen everything Tony Stark has done. Oh yeah, every like every moment, every reporter from Iron Man one, everything he's done with Pepper. If Jarvis was connected to any cameras, audio equipment, or anything like that, which he normally is, then he, then he's probably the Vision's probably seen that. Vision's probably seen yeah, all of he's that. He's just so desensitized to it; he just doesn't care anymore. It's kind of fucked um. up, but it's also it's very cool. Also, can we bring up the fact that Malcolm in the Middle just exists in the MCU? Well, yeah. Um, a lot of stuff just exists in the MCU. Uh, I remember we had this joke when I think we saw 
is it civil civil war when you know spider-man's like hey guys have you seen this the, this really old movie you know and he's talking about empire strikes back and it's i think it wasn't you that said it's like in this universe because hydra was defeated um in world war ii that we didn't get the prequel movies because samuel yeah. jackson is in them 100 <laughs> that that's how it happened it's oh but it's just i don't know why malcolm in the middle was the one that caught me off guard because that's the one where i'm like huh because they were just showing footage from a regular episode i'm like yeah huh they showed like the unstoppable the amazing ambitious the like the god-like the the being that oozes sex appeal which is hell from malcolm in the middle just getting crushed by a porch <laughs> and i'm like it's it's weird that malcolm in the middle but then i guess it's thematic as well because not only did they do a 90s episode but Wanda, like Frankie Muniz, had a fucked up childhood, which they're trying to forget. So it makes sense that they have that in there. But yeah, no, I mean, the they... Halloween episode is a reference to Malcolm in the Middle. So yeah, no, it's honestly it's pretty impressive. Plus, like Wanda and um, Pietro in the comics have that like underlying like incest thing going. So it's like that's only in the Ultimate Universe. How many times yeah, do I have but, to tell you this? But, but... But it's also like, you know, that's the exact same running theme as Malcolm in the Middle. So it's just, it's nice as like a parallel to each other. I mean, obviously it's much more subtle in that show, but it's there if you look for it. Oh, anyway, oh, no. moving on. So they, they do have that lovely scene where the, the Vision and Wanda, like, they just kind of chill and watch Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, and, and then Vision trying to understand the concept of humor, which I always... Which I find really funny because we've seen him being. I liked it because we have seen Vision like being a goofball this the, in WandaVision, you know? And then you get reminded that, oh, yeah, this is what OG Vision is like. But you kind of get to see because I guess in WandaVision, I'm like, yeah, it's Vision, but it's also not Vision because you've never seen him behaving like this before. But, but that makes scene, sense when we get that later reveal that it's not. Yeah, it makes sense when we get that later reveal. And I really, really like that. Like, it's a vision we didn't see before because we never saw him quite alone with Wanda like that. So, um, yeah, it's really nice. So, yeah, no. So then we get, um, so it's post Infinity War, post um, the snap or the blip or whatever you want to call it. And Wanda returns to the, short, the sword headquarters. That's the next place they go for flashbacks. Yeah, and she's just like, "Hey, I know he's here. I want to bury him. Give me his body. Give me the vision. Give me the man I love. Just give me, his, give me his body. Put him in the back of my really nice car. We'll just chuck him in the boot or whatever, and we're gonna go bury him." Yeah. What was um, her plan? Was it was it just like, "Hey, give me that. It's mine. I want it back. I'm the next yeah. kid." Yeah, she was just like, I, I want to bury my, my boyfriend, basically. Um, like, I don't know, maybe it's, it could be a big Sokovian thing where they're like, okay, you have to bury your loved ones. Like, maybe it's a big thing for her. Um, they, they, they couldn't have the same, like, burial that, like, the Hulks have where they just yeet a bench into a lake <laughs> and that's bench. enough for you. You know, like, like Bruce Banner did when uh, Black Widow died. <laughs> I'm never letting that go. Um, she, she goes in there. She meets director Haywood. There's, and direct- there's, there's actually a deleted scene at the end of Endgame, you know, when they have the thing for uh, Tony Stark that Hulk just eats another bench into the lake. It's so funny to picture the um the proof that Tony Stark has a heart, like that little reed thing that's like floating in the lake, and then just a massive bench just slams into it. <laughs> oh, oh, God. 
But yeah, no. Um, is it weird? And I don't know why. But that director Haywood, the guy who's running this whole place, the Nick Fury of Sword, that his office is right next door to the Visions, like, um, like deconstruction place. Oh, I, he, he! I think he got that office specially built so he could just oversee it exactly. You know. Yeah, but can you can you picture him on Zoom meetings or like company calls, just like just trying to do taxes or whatever, and just all you hear is like, dun, 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 like oh, they're yeah, trying to cut through vibranium. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass, like, uh, <laughs> but... It's like working next to an active construction site all the time. Yeah, um, yeah, but he, he, he he's fine with it because he just seems way too obsessed with Vision, like, way too obsessed. It's actually kind of worrying. <laughs> I mean, so is Wanda, to be fair. Like, yeah, but, like, Wanda the... was his actual girlfriend. Like, that's fine. <laughs> I think girlfriend is stretching it. Like... He's an unliving synthesoid made of vibranium and Ultron. He's like, you just kind of charge him up and let him go. He's like the, he's the hero equivalent of a vibrator that like Wanda was yeah. just using a lot. Like Also just watching them like deconstruct the vision. I'm like, you what? You're trying to put this guy back. Why are you destroying him like this? Why do you have like fucking hacksaws and shit? Like, I'm like, what? That's not Give how you... A- Hear me out. What if they're doing that? So they could be like, yeah, the vision was cool. But if we figure out how he works, we make him real big and we build some sentinels out of him. Ah? Oh, uh? no. uh? uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, yeah we, we see that come back in uh, the post credit scene. Which I cannot wait to get to talking about. Yeah. So Vision's just like torn apart. He's in bits. And Wanda's just like, give him back to me. He's mine. And she just shatters that glass. Yeah. Now, I've, I've written here in the notes, some poor guy at, Storm, at Sword is going to have to sweep that up. <laughs> and poor janitor is going to have to go in there. And he's going to have to pick all the glass out of the Vision and off all those tables yeah. and off the floor. Yeah. I mean, uh, Wanda, you are magic. You could lift massive boulders to smash Thanos. You could just, you know, make the glass disappear pick up, or pick up some glass. Maybe they can get one of those. Maybe they have an inhuman or something that like can magically move glass or something somewhere. Uh remember they oh, are a thing. Uh, that would be you would definitely put him in you definitely keep him around the inhuman palace for when Black Bolt accidentally knocks a drink <laughs> over or whatever. Oh god. As I said last week, guys, give me okay, but moving glass actually wouldn't be too much of a useless power. That would actually might be come in handy, but please give me these superheroes with just shit powers because I love that so much. The more um, I think about it, somewhat glass powers is kind of sick. Could you imagine like yeah. Magneto, but they can move shards of glass with their mind? Yeah, That'd no, as I said, it's very dangerous. Um, but it's, it's, that's like. It's, that's sick. I actually kind of love that. There's um, there's a character in uh, Misfits whose only thing is he can control uh, dairy products. Yeah. But the reveal is like whenever you drank milk or cheese or whatever, he can control that from inside of you. So like yeah. he was just like disabling people from the calcium in their bones and shit. It was really fucked up. Oh, yeah. But yeah, but then this scene puts us in in perspective that Wanda did not break in and steal Vision's corpse, so our director dude is is kind of the bad guy. 
In many ways, maybe he's a Mephisto. Maybe he's a Mephisto. I don't know if he is. <laughs> Everyone's play... Mephisto. The Vision is Mephisto. What? What if? What if Diet Coke Vision is the Mephisto? Negative Vision is Mephisto. Maybe. Anti Vision. Uh, Anti Vision. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Blind. So what? So Wanda just gets back in her car, and there's a map that takes her to New Jersey. And she's uh, like, yeah, okay, I'll fuck, I'll fucking follow this. Why not? Let's just go to yeah. Westview, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I know. Oh, yeah, in your notes, I. Oh yeah, in your notes, I I noticed you wrote down it's a shithole, and <laughs> it I... is though. It it looks like an absolute shithole of a place. Yeah. Here's the thing. I had the exact same thought. I'm like, oh, wow, this place is is shit and it's not good. But then I remembered it's been five years since half the population popped off the earth and half of them and they came back and like three weeks ago. Are you so, telling me that the, the half who disappeared just happened to be like the maintenance people, like the guys who clean I, up the city square and do all the painting? They're the like, ones who got I'm snapped just, by that. I'm saying if you lose half your population in a town that's built for a pop for a population that's supposed to be twice of what's in there now, yeah, it's going to get shitty and run down, and people are depressed. They don't want to be gardening the fucking parks. Oh, uh, but yeah, no, it it. I do love the fact that we see places that we've seen in other episodes, but like as regular places, not just as like backdrops to episodes. Like yeah. we see the um where they did the magic show in episode two. We see where like the poolside meeting was held with Dottie. It was pretty cool to see all that. And yeah. then we see uh, Wanda get to like basically like a little house, but like there's nothing there. Which yeah. I'm guessing if I if I had to put my little theories hat on. The house is Mephisto. No, 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 I'm kidding. That um, basically the house area is um that magic dungeon we see them like strolling through or whatever. That yeah. that's all where the Salem witch trials actually happened. Where like Agatha either discovered her dark magic or like where she no, killed all those witches at the start. Maybe this, it says the it says in Salem in Massachusetts. So. Oh, shit. Then maybe that's where she discovered the dark magic, and then after that, she went and did the Salem witch trial. <laughs> back, to, yeah. back to Salem. Yeah, um, she's like, hey, girls, I learned a new magic trick. You're going to love this. And then they all just yeah. like, tied her to a thing and started shooting her with lasers. <laughs> um, no, the yeah, you see this little house that had started to be built, and yeah, lovely to grow old vision. And they're just like, God damn it, vision. Why, why my fields? Oh, God. Uh, when she when she builds that house, they use the um yeah. the same kind of brick laying effect. If that makes sense, like the the blocking in that they yeah. um that they use in House of M when like things disappear and build them each other. Ooh. They use the same kind of visual thing along with the TV static, which was kind of cool. Yeah, and then it's um she turns everything to the fifties to the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah, and uh, and she just makes vision. That yeah. is, she just makes them. Which which explains so many things. Like, yeah. the fact that, like, the vision seems different. His personality is different. Any They can explain away anything that has been wrong with his characterization or the things he does or his new superpowers. Yeah. The fact that that is a different vision. That's the new that vision. Is, that is a different vision. Um, but it, 
this also leads me to another point. I, I was bringing up the fact that I don't think the Vision could survive after the series if she stops using her magic because the corpses yeah. just drop. But if this is a new Vision she's completely created, yeah, maybe this one can work without an Infinity Stone or without Wanda's magic. Now, here's the, here's, here's the thing. So, of course, we get the reveal like Wanda was just so goddamn depressed that she made the hex and everything, you know? Yeah. Uh, no no actual maliciousness behind it and she just kind of makes vision out of thin air um, and then uh, I guess it's post credit scene I don't know how I could avoid not talking about it now but in post credit scene we find out that is it Hayward is that the name of the, the, yeah, director, the director Hayward dude? director Hayward yeah we see he's after putting together the vision and just saying like all we needed was a bit of Wanda's power which we see this missile with the glowing red on it, which she froze. She froze earlier. Um, yeah, and it's Vision, but he's now white blue. Uh, he's crystal Pepsi now. Uh, we got we got original flavor. We got original recipe Vision, and then we got we got Vision Max. We got Diet Vision. We You've got, got Diet like Vision. Um, Cherry Vision. But yeah, no, I I, I love the new design. I've taken to call him negative vision. I like the phrase anti-vision, but in that... Anti-vision's kind of sick. Anti-vision's pretty cool, but in that, like, with that name, I think we should just call him blind. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, what if he's daredevil? What if this is the new daredevil? <laughs> so yeah, we got vision, but he's blue. Um, also, uh, I was thinking about this, right? And He doesn't speak, but how cool would it be if they got James Spader back to voice him? Oh my god. Because there's there's three different mentions of Ultron in this series so far. So yeah. what if it's because in Age of Ultron they say 80% of Ultron's consciousness has been uploaded before yeah. they cut it off. So what if the reveal is anti-vision or negavision or shadow vision, whatever you want to call them? <laughs> what if our boy blindness, what if he's actually an Ultron? What if he's the new Ultron in his perfected so form? That's where my thought process was going. I was like, okay, we kind of have like negative vision here. I was like, could we get can Ultron come back with this? Now, I don't see any red, which is like Ultron's signature thing, but that probably wouldn't be much if like the Ultron programming took over and his eyes started glowing red and stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, no, that could, I, that might be a possibility. I don't know if they would pull an Ultron though in the last two episodes. You see, I feel it like... makes, what gets me is the fact that um, Wanda and Vision and Pietro are so tied to Ultron. Like, that's the movie they came yeah. in with. It'd be kind of nice as, like, in the last episode, oh, yeah, here's Nega Vision, and he's got Ultron's personality he's... and, and uh, voice. Yeah. That could be, like, uh... that. Could, so far, the way they're setting it up, because there's only one episode left, I assume it's everyone gets somebody to punch in the last episode. Yeah. So, like... Agatha's gonna punch on Wanda. Monica is gonna fight Quicksilver, I think. And I'm assuming Vision's gonna fight Negavision, and Darcy's gonna fight Traffic Rules. Like that's that's the way this is going so far, I think. <laughs> Run all those red lights, Darcy. Um, oh God, I think yeah. Is uh, you know, okay? Um. Sorry, go back to the Vision one anyway, but we have a Vision's body there, and we have basically the Vision that Scarlet Witch has created. And I think maybe there's an opportunity to have those combine and get us our boy Vision back. Oh, what if what if they split him down the middle? What if it's like like Nega Vision on one side and regular Vision on the other side? Uh, 
they just re they see vision is the kind of character because it's so built into him you know redesigns are a little difficult for him so what if it's just an excuse to get a vision redesign in here just sprinkle yeah, because, a little bit of white and blue um, because um the the diet vision he's a different design altogether and that looks like the vision from the comics at the moment yeah like it's different from the mcu and the classic one it looks more like the like the new one like the tom king run version of vision which would be really cool okay also i think we should jump back because we did miss the very end of the episode where agatha yeah we holding, did i was um wanda's kids I was about hostage to say. So the kids are not dead, and they're not Mephisto's hands. Um, yet. You forgot to yet. add a yet there. Yet. Um, like, yeah, Agatha has the, like, Agatha's threatening child murder, yeah. Um, she's got him by but the also, throat. But she, also, she just has a thin of... magical string around their necks. Yeah, has, like, which I'm like, I, to, to which I, I, I'm like, Tommy, can you just run? Like, yeah, if only we knew one or two super speedy people, that would be handy. Yeah, yeah, or it's also not behind them. They could just like step backwards and then yeah. duck down. I mean, like, I'm assuming it's because of magical reasons they can't do it. But come on, Wiccan. <laughs> you know magic too. Goddamn. Uh, what if it's the kids to save the day? I want that. Um, uh, no, I, I kind of want them to die. Not gonna lie, I think it'd be pretty sick if they. I died mean, like, I don't think they're surviving this series, dude. But you know, no, I, th- I think it's gonna be like the comics where they die and they disappear, and then like it cuts, and it's like two teenage boys who happen to look the exact same. And they wake up, and then that's Tommy and um thing, Tommy and Billy. Yeah, they're like their 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 consciousness got transferred to two different bodies, and like, wait, what the fuck happened or whatever. And then those two experience power? like an end of X Men Last Stand on this, where like this thing that's briefly mentioned in the movie of this man with no consciousness, and then it's it's it becomes Professor Xavier, which really confused the hell out of people when he showed up in the Wolverine. Uh... See, I was thinking about because they say it's his like it's his stepbrother or his um his twin maybe. Or no, just did a they regular even say that? Person? It's just some... He's just someone that looks exactly like Charles Xavier. Uh, or maybe it's just a regular regular paralyzed person and then <laughs> Professor X moves his mind into him and he just like he's pers- he's changing everyone's perception with his psychic abilities. Maybe. So like every time you look at him he's projecting his regular face on not just like this But old, old Charles Xavier would not be able to do that. <laughs> yeah that's fair actually. But you know <laughs> X-Men movies love their continuity. Oh yeah, no, I, I I say that, but yeah, continuity is absolutely like just out the window with X Men movies. Um, so I have one of my last notes here is just the fact that um, they finally call her the Scarlet Witch. Like they finally they give finally her call her, her the Scarlet Witch. I'm delighted. Uh, I I, think... I didn't realize until now that nobody had said it out loud. Yeah, no one's called her Scarlet Witch. It's um, weird that she never got a nickname or anybody was like, "Hey, let's give you let's give you a cool superhero name." It was just like, it, "Let's just call her Wanda." It is, but it's like I suppose thinking back with the other Avengers, you know, like I guess Thor is just Thor's name. Um, yeah. Like I, Captain but, America was a propaganda thing. Like Iron Man was just something they the news had called Tony Stark before. And they he he was the was... first of his kind as well. He was like the first superhero since Captain America. So I I understand yeah. why people gave him a cool name. 
Yeah, uh, Bruce Banner, the Hulk is a different alter ego, so it is yeah. the Hulk, uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye. I think they're the just the code names for them. But yeah, but can we just bring up the fact that Hawkeye, some cunt with an with a bow and arrow, he gets a superhero name, yet Scarlet Witch doesn't. She she doesn't get a name. The one of the most powerful characters in the MCU. It takes twenty three movies and a Netflix, not sorry, not Netflix series, twenty three movies and a Disney Plus series before she gets a nickname. Clint Barton gets his in the first movie, and it's not even his movie. It's a Thor movie. Yeah, as I said, that's his. That's his, his code name, though. That's what they call him. Hawkeye. I like the idea he made that up and he told yeah. everyone to call him that. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. It's the same with like um Ant-Man, you know. Um like, oh yeah, this is like the Ant-Man project and stuff, and just Paul Rudd's like, I'm gonna be a goddamn superhero, I'm gonna be called Ant-Man, heck yeah. The only, <laughs> the only one who crosses like the gap, who like bridges the world between using your regular name and using your superhero name is Dr. Stephen Strange, who's just Dr. Yeah, Strange. He's just Dr. Strange. Oh, we're using our made-up names. Uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> that scene kills um, me every time. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. Um, we're wrapping up here. I love the fact that um, we were able to get a longer episode this week and last week than we actually got in the show. We are able to get an hour and 20 minutes out of a show that was 40 minutes long this week. I think we should we be proud just, of that. We we could just keep going. Oh, um, I've got I, so many more things to say. I've got so yeah. much. But um, what are your theories for next week for the last episode, the finale? We're, I, want, I hope we get a Scarlet Witch um, costume reveal because it is hinted at in the promo material. Um... Uh, with that image of like where there's a bunch of TVs in front of Wanda and Vision and you can see Vision's costume through some of the TVs and you can see a Scarlet Witch costume through the other ones and it oh, looks shit, like I've never even modern. seen that that's really yeah, fucking it's, cool um, you can see like uh, part of the torso and a glove um, so there, that is hinted at and I hope we get, we get like the proper one I don't know how they're going to explain the headpiece because like <laughs> Uh, no, it's um, you could be like, oh, you know those witches we saw at the start of this episode yeah. where one of them made like the M it's shape like an on her head. Or something. It's an amplifier, yeah. Yeah, but uh, uh, as I say, I love explaining these dumb parts of costumes. Um, the amount of effort going into being like, oh yeah, she has an M shaped hat. It's not like, oh yeah, she just likes that. It's like, oh, we got a, it's an amplifier, and she's a witch, and she's power. It's like, yeah. You gotta um, do an awful lot of like backup work to be like, yeah, she gets to wear an M-shaped thing by her head. And I mean, like, it makes sense. Like, she wears the one, the Halloween one. She's like, oh, I'm a Sokovian fortune teller. And so, like, obviously, maybe the Sokovian fortune tellers were witches that wore those things. So, um, one hundred percent. And um, I think it's gonna be like a combination of that and her Infinity War outfit because it kind of looked yeah. like that. From like the flash forward, it kind of looked like the big long red trench coat slash cape kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm I I'm looking forward to that. Uh, hope for some kind of magic showdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vision versus Vision. Vision um, v Vision. Uh, Vision Quicksilver v Vision. versus Monica, I think. Quicksilver versus Monica, and then Darcy shows up and hits someone with that food truck. So what if, what if what if the after credit scene it's um it's Jimmy Woo he's pa- he's practicing his magic tricks he's like oh this is going to impress my good mate Atman 
And then all of a sudden, Darcy comes out of nowhere, hits him with the truck. <laughs> Boom, end of show. <laughs> She's like, I'm finally here. Boom. Oh, no. Because yeah. we haven't seen him since, like, last episode. Yeah, calling it doing. now. Darcy hits someone with the food truck, and I'll be sorely disappointed if she doesn't. She hits Agatha uh, with the food truck. Yeah, I want that. Like we see her hit Thor. Like she can hit someone else. She's taken down um, a god with that with her drive. She's taken down a god. But yeah, <laughs> a uh, god stripped I, of his powers, mind you, but still a god. Still, um, I'm assuming someone has to die, right? Whether it's Vision or one of the kids or Agatha. I'm gonna I assume. Think- and like uh, k- killing killing Agatha. I don't know if they'll straight up kill her. They'll probably find some roundabout way of like send her to an alternate dimension. Wow. Yeah, um, some Dormammu shit or something like that. Some Dormammu stuff. Um, but with the kids, I don't think kids are getting out of this. Um, I hope it feels like Vision... they're setting up Young Avengers. It feels like they're really leaning into Young Avengers for the next phase. So hmm. maybe they don't make it out, but like another version of them do if that makes sense like, a, yeah. like i was saying happened in the comics yeah uh i hope vision makes it out but that one's very very yeah. dubious i think uh, one or more visions the thing with vision is i don't care if he dies and comes back because he's kind of a robot man he's a you robot can you can do that want. with him yeah but like um, yeah um I think Quicksilver is like a dead man. The, the yeah, Quicksilver the... is not. I don't think he's making out of this, and we definitely know he is a fake made by Agatha. Yeah. Mentioned at the start she, of the episode. So. I'm sad she didn't drop like a multiverse te- tease when I she said like, that. I but... was waiting for that as well, but uh, no, he. You could still wreck all that down the line, though. You could always just I, have like a hand wave. You're like, oh yeah, Agatha just pulled a version of Quicksilver from the multiverse and bombed hers she... off it. She makes him, but she's like, I had to make a fake one because, like, of course, his body, you know, is like full of holes and stuff, and I couldn't use that. And then she, she, she's like, How did you get him so wrong? <laughs> and I'm like, Also, not to shit on who has the best type of magic, but the Doctor Strange wizards, those boys, they just grab their portal ring, they do a bit of a spinny move, and then suddenly they're yeah. like on another side of the universe. You telling me yeah. you couldn't pull that shit where you're like, you're like 400 years old, you got dark magic, you can't like. You know, travel. Oh, bullshit. Why haven't the rest of the Avengers been called yet? <laughs> That's what Jimmy Woo's doing. He's off getting yeah. his good friend Ant-Man to go in there and stop all of this. And yeah, like, you know, we can get Professor Hulk in there. I mean, I'm sure he has a, his arm is totally messed up from the gauntlet, but like, we can get Hulk in there. We can yeah, get he's Ant-Man. been healing for three weeks. He's had three weeks to fix he's, it. He's it's had fine. three weeks. Uh, Like, Hawkeye can what? come out of retirement. I was just about to say, why has nobody called Hawkeye yet? He needs an excuse to leave his family. Why has nobody called him yet? Yeah, no one's called Hawkeye. Could we get Rescue instead of Iron Man, I guess? Um... Or Happy Hogan, but he's very scared. I I doubt we'd get Rescue, but... um, I was going to say, who do you think next week's cameo is going to be? Because we're still waiting for our big, like... um, they called it a Luke Skywalker level cameo of like Luke Skywalker at the end of the Mountain. I Morgan. think it could be our boy Strange. That feels like the easy option, just because she's gonna be in the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel I think it might make sense for Strange to show up. Either Strange or Hawkeye. 
Yeah, Hawkeye could be a good one. I'm, I fucking, I'd love Hawkeye. If it was Hawkeye, I would lose my shit. Because, like, yeah, it was, he is yeah. getting a series eventually. They are shooting it at the moment. So I would love if it's Hawkeye. I would love I'm going to say, just like, a smaller wild tier. card. Sorry, what? Oh, I was going to make the joke of, like, oh, man, I hope it's like a smaller tier person. So it's going to be like Nick Fury or like Mantis is going to show up randomly. Uh, <laughs> Yes, give me more Mantis. That's what the fans are clamoring for. That's what like, the fans want. Give me more Mantis. Let her put way more people to sleep. <laughs> I um, I was gonna say, my um, throwaway one, maybe Spider Man. I think Spider Man could be a pretty good go to. A pretty good like, because Spider-Man? I think what if Spider Man rocks up right and he's like, oh no, I'm I'm stuck and I'm in no road home or whatever, and then. You cut to black. I know Tom and then we get is the... British, but why is Spider-Man suddenly British? Is it Spider-Man from... Is it Union is it, is it Union Jack Spider-Man? I'm just bringing up that two of the three Spider-Man just happen to be British. But um, <laughs> all the best superheroes are. Look at Henry Cavill. That man's a real-life superhero. Anyway, um, I think we're going to get a trailer for um, No Road Home in the week between WandaVision and... And um, fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier. I mean, that thing's not scheduled to come out until, y- yeah, like end of the year. So we could still, I think there could still be a few months before we get a trailer. Maybe, um, maybe. Or they drop another trailer. Maybe like Eternals or Inhuman. Not Inhuman. Yeah. Um, Shang-Chi. Because Shang-Chi, Eternals and Black Widow are supposed to come this year as well. It's, Whether it's or not they all do because of COVID or whatever, but it's hard to say because Marvel is the kind of studio like that doesn't have to worry about building hype for their movies because they know everyone's gonna go see them anyway. <laughs> so like they don't need to release the trailer super early. They'll just be yeah. like, "Yeah, here's the trailer when you we when we have it done," kind of thing, you know. <laughs> Plus, the power of these um these shows is it keeps Marvel in the cultural conversation, not just every like four months or every three months when they drop a trailer. It yeah. means week to week people are talking about Marvel now. So like yeah. they've had nine weeks straight of people talking about WandaVision. And They're some taking make a week a podcast off. out of it. Oh, one hundred percent. Oh, I'm riding this Marvel wave to till it like takes me to the end. But here's the thing there's a week off, and then they have six more weeks of content where they talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me being the big dick boys that they are. That they drop a trailer or a teaser or something in that middle week. Mm. Like something to like keep them in the conversation for the week that they don't have either show on. Because they're going to be back for six more weeks. Yeah, go for it. Inhumans come back. (laughs) Yes. We're inhumans on the moon. We carry a harpoon because we wail all day. And that's what we say because we're inhumans on the moon. Also, I've never aired this on the podcast, but I've mentioned it to you in real life and a lot of other people. But in Infinity War, one of Thanos' big donut chips flies past the moon. It's like hovering next to the moon. If the yeah. Inhumans are in the MCU, why wasn't Black Bolt there doing something? He could have leaned hear- out a window, done a big shout, and stopped the whole alien invasion. Hear me out. They're not on the moon anymore. I oh. am a I am one of the few people who have actually finished that series. Oh, they're in um, Hawaii or something, right? They're in Hawaii. The only inhuman on the moon 
is Maximus because he's stuck in an underground bunker. Um, uh, yeah. Does that mean like the whole Thanos invasion happens in Infinity War and the Inhumans are just in Hawaii, like hanging ten and surfing and drinking mojitos? Oh, yeah, and like, totally. I don't even like, know Black- where they're supposed to be in Hawaii because the last shot we see of everyone, they're like on a football pitch or something because clearly the budget <laughs> ran out way before this thing was shot. <laughs> Blackpool, should we do something? Should we go get Lockjaw or whatever? And he's like, um, he like he like sign languages, no, no budget, can't afford big CGI doll. Can't afford it. We're no longer canon. Uh... <laughs> oh. And depending how that book turns out, and maybe if it is the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thing, maybe that show is no longer canon either. We'll see. Have, maybe none of it is. Maybe all of it, it is. The uh, only part of that that is canon is Agent Carter. And that's because one, she dated Captain America. And two, they turned up in uh, Endgame. Jarvis Nick and... Fury showed up at the end of season one. And uh, they have they have the reason as to how they found the scepter, I guess. It's and the really... helicarriers. And the helicarriers, it's just really to fill in these plot holes. And then they kind of got big too. It just kind of went out all over the place, didn't it? Hear me (laughs) out. What if that wasn't Nick Fury at the end of season one, though? What if that was Talos the Skrull filling in? Could be Talos Talos the Skrull. How long has Nick Fury been with the Skrulls? Who knows? Find out next week on another episode of Should Have Gone for the Head. Anyway, I think we should wrap things up. This has been an insane talk. We've gone for an hour and a bit talking about an episode that was 40 minutes. I mean, it was a so, good episode. Know. There was a lot, of, a lot of meat in there to oh, uh, chew so on. Oh, so much meat. So, so, such good, chewy, like, oh boy. Anything with just, even just a slither of Brian Cranston in it is more than enough for me. <laughs> I've watched four Godzilla movies hoping he's going to turn back up. He never does. He's still dead. <laughs> I get to the end of King of the Monsters. I'm like, oh, this is a King Ghidorah's there. Godzilla's all charged up. Brian Kratz is going to be back any second to sort these boys right out. Brian Kratz is an eldritch god. (laughs) He's the one above all. He's biding his time. He is the true King of Monsters. (laughs) Say my name. (laughs) You're goddamn right. That's how Kong versus Godzilla should end. Okay. Uh, Rihanna, thank you for coming on. I've really enjoyed this episode. It has been great talking WandaVision. No problem. Anybody who has listened thus far, thank you. Share it with a friend. We really appreciate any listens, any likes, any comments, any feedback. And if you've made it to the end of this and haven't watched the episode, go watch it, you big goofus. You can watch it, you dummy. Go watch it. I've been Jack. I've been Rhiannon. Thank you for watching. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. This has been Should Have Gone for the Head. Thanks for listening. See you next week for another episode of WandaVision. Bye.